appreciate the word, the word of God. Good to see you all. Adriana, good to see you with everybody. Um, what's that? Yeah, God is so good. And we thank him that we can we can um, we can study the word of God. Um, we're here to study the word of God Wednesday night and and um, we appreciate him so much. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. And uh, we we thank God for all that he has done for us. Amen. God is so good. God is so good. Don't you love the Lord? Don't you love the Lord tonight? Don't you really, really love the Lord? And what better place than to be in the house of God? What if there was no church here? What would you do tonight? Stay home? Watch television. That's boring. That is boring. Getting better. That is so boring. But you're here to um, study the word. Find out more about this great Savior. This great creator. To find out more about God. Then to study um, also about men and women that love God. Gave their all to to God and to all that um, all that the Lord has done for them, He's doing it for us also. We um, we are living in this time. We're living at this. Um, it's our day. We were not here two thousand years ago, but we're here tonight, and we can read of the past, read of what um, what happened in the past, and. We're glad for the Bible. See, this is the Word of God. See, that's all you need is the Word of God. If you, um, there's no requirement, meaning, you know, that you have to go to some special school. Just be taught of the ministry. See, God provides the apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers. For the perfecting of the saints. That's what it's for. For the um, work of the ministry. For the um, edifying of the body of Jesus Christ. And if you sitting under or in a church where the word of God is explained. Must be explained. If it's not explained then you, um, then you just won't understand. You have to feed. The Lord told um, Peter. Said feed my Lamb, feed my sheep. That's the saints of God, the little ones. The new what you have to feed the old ones. Everybody needs to be fed by the uh, with the word of God. And there's no God is no respect to a person. The young ones need the word of God, the old ones need the word of God. Until you breathe your last breath, you need the word of God. See? Every it doesn't matter how long. You live in this life, you need the word of God. There's no division where the Lord has one group over here and one over here and one over there. It's it's just one word. One word for the um for the saints of God. So we're living down here. Uh at the end of the um we're at the close of the church age. And um <clears throat> somebody Ask about prophecies and uh, what's going on. There's a lot of confusion as to um, as to what's going on today. The time that we're living in, very confusing. The political field um, is confusing. Everything is is confusing. But there's um, the direction of the Word of God. The only true direction that we have is the word of God. And if you pay attention to the word, you will not be confused. It's when you look at your television all day and you follow what they're saying all day and you go by that, you're going to be awfully confused. 
Because it's not in man that walketh to direct his step. It's not. You can't, uh, you depend on the, what they call it, science, what the, what the science has to say, scientists have to say. You follow that. And you, you'll be confused. But you need to um, spend some time praying, and asking God to show you and to direct you your steps in the word of God. So that's what we have been doing. And we ask God to bless us and give us give us an understanding in the word of God. Because we need to know him. We need to know the Lord. We need to understand the, the things of God. The ways of the um, ways of the spirit. The ways of the spirit of God. We need to understand that. Uh, God, is, uh, God is really good to us. We are studying Elijah. And not only Elijah, but we're studying um, we're studying um, many different sections of the Bible. We came through Romans. Now we're studying Elijah, and um, <clears throat> who knows where we might go after this? I don't know. I don't know where God will. I I have an idea, but. I don't know, maybe something more like prophecies, maybe we might talk, but this is also, what we're talking about is also prophecy, and but we might uh, talk about, because there's a lot of things going on today, and uh, people are looking for some prophet to rise up and tell us, uh, but everything you need is in the Word, even the two witnesses, whoever they will be when they come, they will give us the word. It's going to be the Bible. If it's not the Bible, then it's not a good word. It's got to be the scriptures. Because Jesus says, it is finished. All that we have for this time, all the way out to the end of the millennium, it's here. We have a book that in the millennium, you'll still be using the Bible. Because the people don't know it. You think that God's going to throw it away and give you a new book when you have not um, uh, understood this word that's why you can be one up ahead of everybody by studying the word see you study this bible and when you get there you're way ahead God's not going to hold you back because somebody don't study every man is going to receive a reward and it's this book that you that you study and you don't have to know different languages to understand this book uh, for God to accept you. See, man will, man might accept you, but God, uh, God honors you when you love and keep the word of God. And God, not only that, but God promised to, <coughs> promised to write this law in your hearts. And uh, this man, Elijah, was a great man. He was very rough. He didn't have a lot of polish, but yet he, yet he stood before kings, didn't he? He stood uh, before um, prophets. He stood before um, a nation. When he told Ahab, he said, uh, gather all Israel and we will see who is the real God, who is the true God. And when Israel came out, can you imagine a nation that God delivered out of Egypt, brought them through the wilderness? They had the um, they had the tabernacle. Didn't they have the tabernacle by this time, Solomon's temple? Huh? Didn't they have that? Huh? It was it was uh, Solomon was long dead when they met on Mount Carmel. Solomon doesn't know anything about this meeting on Carmel. But um, but uh, Solomon was dead. Rehoboam had led um, his, uh, Judah and Israel, or the ten tribes, split. And because of his uh, um, harsh, unwise words, you know, he could have had the day. Rehoboam had the most best chance. He could have joined that kingdom 
back and fuse it together because all the people were saying lower our taxes. See? They weren't talking about a lot of stuff. They said, your father was very um, hard with us. Now will you tax us too high? Nothing wrong with that. He said, uh, they say lower our taxes and we will serve you. Then give me three days. He went to the elderly man that served with his, his father and they gave him wise counsel. But he turned away from that. He didn't want to hear that. He went to his friends, his best friends. And what happened? They gave him wrong counsel. And um, he went up there. He didn't even have the common, common sense to know that don't do that. Don't um, follow that word. You can't follow every word. And they, his uh, buddies he grew up with told him, said, you get out there. And you flex your muscles and you show them who you are. And you tell them that your little finger, you know, get me right, your little finger will be thicker than your father's loins. Wrong. What a way to campaign politics. You don't win an election like that. So he found out the wrong, the hard way. So Jeroboam and the ten tribes divided. Jeroboam won the day. And if Jeroboam had a, have um, um, served God and do the right thing, God would have established him. But he was afraid and he made golden calves. The story is there. And um, Israel was in a sad state. Israel was very, very, very sad. Judah was also sad, but Israel was in a very, very bad state. And you read the Bible and read all of it and you see how marvelous and how good God is and how patient God is and loving. You would not be afraid of God. You would love him every day because he's a good and a merciful God. And uh, he, he would have blessed. He did bless and he would have blessed Jeroboam more because he turned. But God reserved uh, one tribe and of course Benjamin for David because of David's sake and also because of the lineage of the Messiah, God was pro protecting that lineage. And if you see where it came down, the Davidic lineage came down one time to just a little boy. Uh, just a little boy. But God, God, uh, God is just a wonderful God and what God says will come to pass. But the word that God speaks, and you can put your trust and your confidence in God and you just... Sit down and look at the word because studying the Bible, you cannot be in a hurry and a haste and excited. And Sister Rosie um, quoted from Kings uh, chapter 19, where um, uh, Elijah, first he was hiding at first in the cave, wasn't he in the cave? Hiding in the cave. <clears throat> and um, then the, the, he heard a Strong wind, was it? Um, came by a wind. But God was not in the wind. Then uh, earthquake. But God was not in there. And uh, the renting of the rocks. Was it? And God was not in it. Because all these were confusion. That shows you. God is not in all. These confusion that's going on. The turmoil. The fire. Was God in the fire? And you look around and see all the fire and the uh, burning down. God's not in it. God is not in the confusion and the storms and all that. God is not in it. And then, um, but Elijah was wise enough and discerning enough that he did not move until he heard that still small voice. See, that small voice is still speaking. See, that still small voice is still speaking. It's in your heart. It's in your conscience. It's in your mind. It's inside of you. Deep down inside of you, that's still. You can hear. You get up and you're praying and you're seeking God. Don't do all the talking. 
Sometimes you have to stop and be still and know that I'm God. That still, small voice, and you will hear it inside of you. But you have to listen. And when you hear it, it will revive you. It will lift you up. It will draw you closer and closer to himself. So we had a wonderful um, lesson. We're having some wonderful lessons. God was not in the earthquake. He was not in the fire. And he was not in the wind. But a still small voice. And we touched that Sunday. The voice of the Lord. And you can get to know the voice of the Lord. You can get to know his voice. That um, still small voice. And we, we know. And we're talking about the caves. Elijah was in the cave. Uh, I like how um, Paul brought it out in Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, when he says that they wandered in dens and in caves. Mountains, dens, caves. You remember that part, that verse there? In, what, what, what verse is it? Hebrews. You can put that up. Hebrews 11. Where, um, uh, and then... Um, Obadiah, see, Obadiah fulfilled that scripture when he said to Elijah, said, um, has, it, has it not been told you that I um, hid a hundred prophets in caves by 50, two groups of 50-50? Um, Wasn't that good? Then Elijah himself was in caves. And uh, what about... Paul, in Hebrews 11, when he said women received their death. Did they receive their dead, raised to life again? Did Elijah did it? And also um, Elisha? Yeah. The little boy that um, ate the uh, meal, he died, didn't he? And the widow woman said, have you come to bring my sins back to me? And then, um, yeah, that's good. He said, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in, de in deserts. They, they, those men wandered in deserts. Many of the saints. And in mountains. Eli Elijah. Was it? Many of them the prophets. Run what was he doing? Running away. Escaping the edge of the sword. And in dens. And in caves. Of the earth. And you said. Oh I'm going through so much. Well have you read these scriptures? Hmm? Elijah was a great man of God, but he wandered. He was out there, going from place to place. Where do you think he, he would have slept if he was, how long was he down by the brook? Quite a while, until the brook dried up. Where do you think he slept? You know, use your imagination. Had to be a cave or someplace there. And he, um, and they wandered. David. How long did David uh, wandered in caves? See, so God's uh, people don't always have it easy. There are times when it's very hard, but it builds your faith by faith. And you will not give up. See, because you know that God will, God will bless you. So um, this was all a work of faith. And Elijah, it tells us that in James... Of Elijah's fate. The, um, the fifth chapter. Remember we had it Sunday. The fifth chapter of um, James. What, what does it say? Verse, uh, verse 17. James. The fifth chapter. And verse, uh, and verse 17. Elias. That's Elijah. Yes. Sometimes he's called Elias. Sometimes Elijah and so on. Was a man of. Subject. Was a man subject, verse 17. Elijah was a man subject to like passion as we are. Just the same like we are. Can you, can you feel comfortable now that when you're going through, you can think that a man by the name of Elijah, this great prophet, he suffers like us. He had uh, feelings and infirmities and all like he was uh, misunderstood. I mean, he was... Uh, 
about to be destroyed by Jezebel. She would have killed him. She would have killed him. And he was afraid and he ran for his life. That's why he was out there running away for his life. And um, yet, but yet the Bible classed him in the heroes of faith. Where James um, said that Elias was a man subject to like passion as we are. But he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it yeah, that, that it uh, might not rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. Then, next verse. Then he prayed again. And the heavens gave rain. And the earth brought forth fruits. See, so uh, at we coming down here. And we are looking for the return of Elijah. We get into that. We're looking for the return of Elijah. But back in chapter 19. When he stood out there. At first kings that he stood. Out there before the Lord. And then the Lord asked him. What are you doing here? Then the Lord gave him instruction. In chapter 19. Just turn there for me. Turn to first uh, kings chapter 19. Where the Lord gave him a. Uh, instruction that uh, he was going to God was going to um, take Elijah home and then but there is replacement and God began to name his replacement and it was so when Elijah heard it that we've had this that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering of the cave I told you wandering in cave and behold there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altar, slain thy prophets with the sword. I and I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it. Now, I know that Paul brought it out. But you see, many of these Elijah didn't know. See, they didn't show themselves. They were, many of them were hiding them, hiding away. See, and, and afraid. Even the hundred, they were hiding in caves. Jezebel was about to get them. It, it was bad times. And you can read the history of Jezebel, how she got over. She's from um, the Zidonians. Her father was at Baal. And she... Uh, Followed Baal. That's how Baal, in a sense, uh, got over in a great way in the um, the nation of uh, Israel because Ahab married to Jezebel, and then after um, Jezebel's daughter married to Jehoshaphat of um, Judah's son, and then idolatry spread. Um, what her name? Athaliah, and she was about to kill every all of the seed royal. Beautiful story, but it's sad. And you begin to know God and know God's deliverance because the devil was against uh, a Messiah coming and he wanted to destroy the lineage from the garden. See, the devil was out to destroy. So, um, and you be a Bible student and you get into the word of God. And the Lord, am I there? And the Lord said unto him, go return on thy way to the wilderness. Go, where, the way came back, say, go right all the way back now. Uh, through the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Azel to be king over Syria. Alright. And Jehu, the son of Nimshah, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel Meholah, Shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy room? See God, how God does it. That's why I'm trying to tell you that God knows what he's doing. I don't have to get excited and find out who's going to do what. Don't you know that God knows already? God has uh, never left himself without a witness. Somebody said, we've got to do this. You have to do nothing but trust him. Okay. Elijah said, I'm the only one that left. But look at, there was Elisha. Okay. Elisha was a man of God. He was out there plowing. He's not saying anything, but he was. 
And look what a mighty prophet he became. Uh, and verse um, 17. And it shall come to pass that him that escapeth the sword of Azel shall Jehu slay. And him that escapeth from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel. And Romans what, 11. Go back and feel, uh, follow up. We've touched that before. All the knees which have not bowed unto Baal. And every mouth which hath not kissed him. So he departed thence. And found first he found Elisha the son of Shaphat. Who followed. Who was plowing. Not lazy. You see. He wasn't lazy. He was doing something. You got, you got to do something. Who was plowing. With the twelve yoke of oxen. There's no such thing as. Well you're too good to do something. Don't ever get that spirit. Don't ever go. Well you can't dust. You can't, uh, you can't clean the church. You're too good. Who say that? That's not true. That, that's a sin talking like that. Because that would be rebellion against God. You, 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 that's true. It's not men. You don't clean the life for men. You clean for the Lord. See? And the Lord told them to clean the camp up. So when he, came, when he come in the midst, remember? When they were going through the wilderness, said, I don't want to see any, any stink, any dirt, any garbage. Say, so you just go ahead and clean up. All right. So he departed from thence and found Elisha. Didn't he? Yeah. Did I read this already? Yeah. Next verse. Oh, 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 yes. He departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him. And he with the twelve. And Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. He just went by and just cast his mantle upon him. I want to show you how simple it is when God's calling. Just touch him and went on. Never said a word to him. Never said a word to him. And the man got the message and he left the oxen you don't have to pull and beg and tell somebody you've got to give this up no when God touched your heart oh you got to give an offering oh you got to do that oh you got to oh my goodness they don't want to give it it's got to be a free will whatever you do for God you have to do it willingly it's the work of God it doesn't change and he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother. Let me just go home and kiss them goodbye. And then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Elijah says, go on back. Go on back. What have I done? See, there was a test. Go on back home. You see, what, what, uh, for what have I done to thee? That's a test. You know, you're making it easy. Because he loves God. He's going to do it. Nobody will turn you. Nobody can turn you. Or convince you when you love the Lord. And um, he returned back from him and took, when he go home, he went home and look what he did. He had a party, a goodbye party. And uh, he took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen. Look at that. That's like, that was his car. The, that was his transportation. You understand that? The oxen, that was his work tool to plow the field. Okay? The oxen and, and then the, the instruments. That just means that it's like uh, he's not, um, he's not going, he's not going uh, anywhere. He says that um, here and gave unto the people and they did eat. That's, he had a barbecue and, and he blessed the people. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered. Look at Elijah never told him what to do. Do you get that now? It's not you have to sit on A, B, C, 1, 2. It's by revelation. Okay. And remember that we're living in an age, but God's not short of witness. There's somebody somewhere that really loves God. 
You might not come to church. You might not do right. But there's somebody that loves God. That you can never turn them. Uh, well, I don't pay tithe. But I bet, I bet you. There's somebody that pays tithe. Whether you believe it or not. Well I'm too poor. You never be so poor. To pay your tithe and offering. That's an excuse. If you put God first. Remember what the man of God said? Make me a little cake first. Not because he of him. But because um, for you to get blessed, you've got to put God first. Right? Isn't this what's the scripture? That, that uh, them that honor me, I'll honor. You put God first, God will bless you. It's when you forget him. Uh, you look at your paycheck and it's too small. It's going to remain small. It's too, oh, oh, I, I can't afford it right now. I have too much bills. Or you're going to get out of debt. So you've got to put God first. This is not a joke. You're dealing with a God that commands the morning, the stars, the planets. You mean that God can't can help you and bless you? He, I mean, in famine, he fed the, the, the prophets. So God can bless you. God will help you. But you have to honor God, believe God, and put God first. Okay, so he went and he ministered to, to him. You know what minister means? He sew his socks, wash his socks. And you don't believe that. You think minister, you just get up before him. No, he just cook and wash and clean. And he didn't wait for, he didn't wait for, um, for um, he didn't wait for Elijah to tell him. He washed and cooked. And that's where John Mark had failed in the New Testament. John Mark was Paul and Barnabas ministers. But John Mark, when the going got rough, he went home and left them and deserted them. And Paul didn't want to take him, but eventually John Mark bounces back and gave us that wonderful uh, gospel of Mark. But uh, there's a testing and a trial. And Elisha uh, passed it. And oh, who told him? Elijah, Elijah didn't tell him. He went and followed him and began to minister. Uh, get water and pour it upon the hand of Eli Eli Elijah. Washed him and all of that stuff he did for him. Make sure his bed was made up. Make sure meals was cooked. What do you think he did? He went and ministered unto him. And then he began to learn the ways of the man of God. We want to learn the ways of the men of God without serving. You know, oh, I just want to see how you preach and how you... Now, that, that's not the way it is. You have to learn that man's spirit. And uh, look what Eli Elisha went for. The spirit. Give me a double portion. Of your spirit. Amen. Verse uh, 22 is it? Or chapter 20. Go, go over there. But um, we're coming up. Uh, there was a break. Eventually there's a break. Um, in uh, Where we haven't got there yet. But chapter 20. Uh, okay, then uh, then there's a battle. We, we, we skip over that. But Elijah was still around. And Syria was warring against um, Israel. Okay? So, um, warring against what? Ahab, Israel. Alright, let me go on down now. Uh, to verse... Um, to chapter... Second um, Kings chapter 1. Going over to there because there's a break. Okay, there was a long break. In somewhere there, you can read chapter 20, uh, 21, 22. Do you, you should know that. And then over now, when uh, Elijah, after um, Jezebel killed Naboth, was it Jezebel killed Naboth, took his vineyard and killed him? Mama, you need to study your Bible. You need to kill him. Uh, in chapter what? Second one, yeah. In in I, I I'm sparing my the break to get over there. But you have to be sharp. Come on, over in chapter chapter what? Twenty one. What does? Uh, chapter. What does chapter twenty one verse? Uh, let me open my Bible. Chapter 21, verse. Okay, Naboth's vineyard. That's the way I want now. 
in Naboth's vineyard, chapter 21, and verse. Remember, there was a little break right there, so let's go to 21 verse. What verse? Okay, so, all right, Naboth's vineyard, and let me, let me make this here quick. Where after the battle with the, I think the Syrian, so, and so Naboth, Ahab wanted Naboth's vineyard, okay, verse Verse 1. And it came to pass. Are you out there? Are you going to read? Let's go. I want you to be involved. And Naboth said to Ahab. The Lord forbid it. The Lord forbid it. That I should give. Let me go to verse 1. So you to get it. And it came to pass. Okay let's all read. After these things. That Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard. Which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Let's just read. We know the story. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is re, re close to me, it is near unto my house. And I will give thee for a, for it a better vineyard than he or if it seems good to thee I will give thee the word of it in money next verse and Naboth said unto said to Ahab the Lord forbid me that I should give thee the inheritance of my fathers unto thee and Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelites had spoken to him. For he said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would not eat his pouting. You know that? He got into a mood. Big, big old King Ahab that came from the battle, but he was a baby. If You know, you ever see people like that? They don't get their ways, they pout. <laughs> he turned his head and he wouldn't eat bread looking for sympathy but Jezebel his wife came to him and said unto him why is thy spirit so sad that thou eatest no bread and he said unto her because I spake unto Naboth the Jezreelite and said unto him give me thy vineyard for money or else if it please thee I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he said unto me, and he, and he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. Verse 7. And Jezebel, his wife, said unto him, Doest thou not now govern the kingdom of Israel? She asked a question. Arise and eat bread. And let thine heart be merry. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelites. So she wrote letters, lying letters, in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal. She probably didn't even realize what she was doing. And sent the letters unto the elders and to the nobles that were in his city dwelling with Naboth. And she wrote in the letter saying, Proclaim a fast and set Naboth on high among the people. Verse 10, and set two men, sons of Belial, you know what Belial is? Belial the devil, hmm? before him to bear witness against him, saying, Thou uh, didst um, blaspheme God and the king, and then carry him out and stone him that he may die. Verse 11, and the men of the city, even the elders and the nobles, who were the inhabitants uh, in, the, in the city, did as Jezebel had sent unto them, and as it was written in the letter, letters which she had sent unto them. They proclaimed a fast and set Naboth on high among the people. That was false witnesses. I read on. And there came in two men, children of Belial and sat before him and the men of Belial witnessed against him even against Naboth 
in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth did blaspheme God and the king. Then they carried him forth out of the city and they stoned this poor man. Who does this remind you of? Stephen. See, they stoned him with stones that he died. You see how terrible that was? So what's happening and things that happen around, nothing new. Then they sent to Jezebel saying, Naboth is stoned and he is dead. And is dead. And it came to pass when Jezebel heard that Naboth was stoned and was dead, that Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, can you just see her face? Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, which he refused to give thee for money. For Naboth is not alive but dead. You see how hard her heart was? Now, and it came to pass when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, that Ahab rose up to go down to the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, to take possession of it. And the word of the Lord. Notice see. He's coming back on now. See he's coming back on now. He was there a man for all season. God always have a witness. You don't get away. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah. The Tishbite saying. Arise and go down. I go down to be Ahab. King of Israel. Which is in Siberia. Behold he is in Exact point in the vineyard of Naboth. But who told you that I was here? Do you know that God? You can't hide from God. Who told you that I was here? Man, we need to read these scriptures and find out that God knows what he's doing. God doesn't need our help. All God wants is for us to listen to him and obey. Whither he is gone down to possess it. And thou shalt speak unto him saying, Thus saith the Lord. Hast thou killed and also taken possession? And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus said the Lord, In the place where dogs lick the blood of Naboth, shall dogs lick the blood, thy blood, even thine. And that was fulfilled all of his family. Even Jezebel was eaten by dogs. Okay? This, this scripture was fulfilled. He lost his own his whole family. Okay, um, and Ahab said to Elijah, have you heard this word before? Did we have this word before? Hast yes. thou found me, O mine enemy? And he answered, I have not, said, I have found thee, because thou hast sold thyself to work evil in the sight of the Lord. That's bad. Sold out to work evil. No repentance. Behold I will bring evil upon thee. And will take away thy posterity. And will cut off from Ahab. Him that you know against the wall. Okay. And him that is shut up. And left in Israel. And will make thine house like the house of. Alright see how God going back now. Example. Like the house of. Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like one, and like the house of Beasha, the son of Ahijah, for the provocation wherewith thou hast provoked me to anger and made Israel to sin. Now you can go back on the line and look for that name and see what God did to Jeroboam's house and Beasha. Okay? Good lesson to study. That's where you. Go back and check, and then you begin to know. And will um, and Jezebel also spake, and Jezebel also spake, and of Jezebel also spake the Lord, saying, "The dogs shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel." You can go back and see that. That is fulfill all of God's word come to pass. Twenty five. Uh, uh, in, in that died of Ahab in the city, the dogs shall eat. And in that died in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. Not much of a burial, right? Okay. But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell, notice, 
which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord. So sometimes people don't know you're selling yourself when you're doing that. You're just selling yourself. And God is writing it down. Okay. Whom Jezebel, his wife, uh, stirred up. And he did very abominable in following idols according to all things as did the Amorites whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. Go back and you check out who the Amorites were. It's Bible study, Bible class. A lot of churches don't even worry. They come and they, they're looking for a breakthrough and their promises and they don't study the Bible. They, they fall asleep if you ever read scripture like these. Amen. And it came to pass when Ahab heard these words that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly. That means he was repenting. But his wife didn't repent. Jezebel didn't repent. She didn't. But this man at least there was a conviction in him. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite. I, want, I, I point it out because I want you to see this. Saying See us. No. No. Look at it good. See us. Do you see? See us thou or Ahab humbled himself before me. God took note of that. God just passed a sentence in him and the man humbled himself. And God said do you see how he's humbling himself? Eh? I wouldn't doubt to see Ahab in the kingdom, maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Because he humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days. Wow. What a merciful God. But in the days of his son, his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house. 30. Chapter 22 now. All right, now, so it's go, it's, it goes off now into that judgment is came and gone, but then it goes off. You see how God's word is? And you pick it up, and they continue, what, three years without war between Israel and Syria. Okay, then you can read that for yourself as a homework. What chapter? And that's where Micaiah comes in, and Israel, and finally Ahab died will die here in this this chapter. Okay? Then you, Elijah, seemingly disappear off the scene again until Second Kings chapter chapter 1. And let's go there a little bit and then we will bring this to a close. I don't want to give you too much, but and you take your time because you have homework that you go back and study. And look at the scripture again. You need to go over it. And not just run through. This is not. I have so much more to say about it. But then you go back. Then in 2 Kings. Uh, he only he only have a short time left. On the earth. Okay. He has a few more demonstration of. Power and authority. And then he will be. He will be taken. Uh, he will be taken away. Okay. Why don't I. Um, stop right here. At 2 Kings. Because there's a lot of reading. And I, I don't want to rush it. I want you to get the lesson. Okay. Elijah's ministry. How great this man was. So we will start Sunday morning. At chapter 1 of 2 Kings. So you have. Um, you have uh, all weekend to read those. Go over. And read those. Um, those lessons. Now we've covered a lot here tonight. And uh, beautiful. And you begin to find out. This man Elijah. And who he was. And how God speak to him. And we said. Is God still speaking today? And we are looking for prophets. Do you know that? We are looking for the return of Elijah. What Elijah will say. And a lot of people. We are looking for Elijah's return. But they don't even know the. The things that happen. Or to read through the story of. Of. Um, of Elijah. I. If you want to find out some information about a person and get the books that they are something that written about them, check it out. But you, if you don't read the, the word of God, and how are you going to understand? 
Oh, Elijah is coming back, but what did he do? And it seemed like, oh, it's going to be so joyful. But you don't know who this man was. If I be a man of God, let fire come down and burn you up on your 50. That was rough. That was rough. Can you imagine if a preacher do that today? Hmm? But it's coming back. Judgment begins at the house of God. So we're, we're, we're praying. We're praying because when Elijah or Elijah return, we know that will be the period of introducing the kingdom of Almighty God. Elijah must first come. But there are two comings. So if you can believe John the Baptist was Elijah, which was for to come, the first coming. Isaiah 40 said, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. He did. See, but there's another voice that's going to cry in the wilderness of this world, spiritual. So Elijah must first come. But this time it will, uh, not like John the Baptist, but it will be um, in the demonstration, John worked no miracle, but Elijah did. It will be in the demonstration and the power of Almighty God. So I want to encourage you, if you listen to me and I'm your teacher, you accept me as your teacher, you're going to go home and say, teacher said, read that and go over because Sunday morning, the Lord's willing, we will go through there, then we will go on out into you will find that it leads out into prophecy. And um, even some people believe that it's the two. Uh, Eli Elijah might be one of the two witnesses. I don't know. Um, the Lord hasn't shown me. I, I do research. I study. But I don't know. I don't know. But I know that um, Elijah has a great work to play in the future. I believe that. And he was there on Mount the Mount of Olives, where was he? The Mount of Transfiguration, he was there with Moses and Jesus Christ. So we thank God tonight um, for the word. Let's, let's, uh, did you enjoy tonight? I, I really love Bible study. Oh, I wish.